Hey, Shelly, do you remember the days of being in corporate talent acquisition? Oh, absolutely. Every time the phone rang, it was another staffing agency claiming to be innovative and different. I used to wonder when someone would truly elevate the industry. Well, hold on to your hat here because that's exactly what Van Hack has done. Shelly, picture this a closed community of pre verified tech talent ready to relocate to Canada with all the paperwork taken care of. Sounds too good to be true? Well, not anymore. Van Hack has made it a reality. They have built the community of skilled software developers eager to make the move, and they handle the entire immigration process. And that's not all. They're taking it up a notch. Companies with offshore development teams, listen up. Van Hack's introducing the Canadian Engineering Office. Move your entire dev team to Canada, and Van Hack handles all the nitty-gritty details of immigration and relocation. So can you imagine, Serge? The applause from your CIO if you were to walk into his office and bring this solution to the table. Shelly, every time I walk into an office, I get applause. But that's not all. (laughs) The best part is they've got certified immigration consultants on board who've done this countless times. They understand that every family situation is unique. Revolutionize the way you recruit, relocate, and retain talent because when it comes to innovation in the talent acquisition world, Van Hack is leading the charge. Get ready to be the hero of your company. Check out vanhack.com today. Welcome to the Recruitment Flex with Serge and Shelly. I'm Serge. And I'm Shelly. And we talk all things recruitment starting right now. Bonjour and welcome to the Recruitment Flex. Shelly, we're out here in the sun at breakfast in Nashville. Are you having a good time first of all? I am. These last two days have been absolutely perfect weather. So not super hot, but yet we've got the sunshine. I'm in heaven. This is the best. So Shelly, introduce our guest. I'm excited to have I this have the pleasure of welcoming here live and in person, the lovely, the talented Michelle Meehan. He's the new vice president of marketing at Plum. Welcome. Thanks so much, guys. So excited to be sitting here with you. Plum has owned Wreckfest. Do you agree? You guys have done a fantastic job here and you're... Swipe right. HR's ultimate matchmaking game was a big, big hit yesterday. <laughs> Thanks so much. We actually set out to own this festival. It's the first time Plum has actually ever done a tent at a festival, let alone a stage presence. We really tried to think through what would be different and super engaging. Plum's belief is that when people flourish, business thrives. And so we really wanted to figure out a way to have people feel like they were flourishing on site. So we did a really awesome braid bar where we have the braid babes putting braids into people's hair, putting flowers into people's hair. And what I love and what I said to them yesterday was there were women walking around this festival grounds telling other women how beautiful they looked. And to me, that is something that like only happens in the Barbie movie. It was the most incredible situation I've ever witnessed. It was wonderful. Talk a little bit about that. Talk about the braiding station, how all that came about. We have the braid babes here who are local to Nashville, and they're putting these amazing braids into women's hair. We have men being fashioned with boutonnieres. We have people adding tinsel to hair and flowers to hair. 
just making people feel like they're worthy and they're beautiful as individuals. Who came up with this idea? This is absolutely brilliant. Uh, I had attended RecFest in the UK last year and was really amazed at some of the activations and the way people got to experience the brand. And as a marketer, I've sat in so many of the tents while I've been here and heard so many presenters say, start small. I think the problem with that is when you are small, if you start super small and you do not do something bold and out of the box, you're not memorable enough to stand out among the behemoths that this industry has. So what what goes into planning an event like this from the back end? Like, what don't we see? Because obviously you have your braiding station, you've had multiple games, you have speakers, you're, you have multiple people here. How big is an endeavor to set up for a conference like this? It started out as just setting up the booth. And then Chad Sawash and Jason Putnam have me on this group text where what we can do started, kept growing every day. So we actually had Sarah in the City events come out to help us. Sarah's helped me at several HR tech events, just coordinating the on-site things so that my team could really focus on what was the messaging around it? What was the impact? How are we going to create? meaningful engagement after this. Amanda Nunez on my team did just a fantastic job at the matchmaking game. I think as a marketing executive, it's really important to gain buy-in throughout the organization. So if you want to not go small and be bold, you're going to be pushing leaders to do things that they've never done before and might not be comfortable with. And so not only do you have to do the coordinated effort between the on-site folks and the people who are going to create the copy, the people who are going to do the braids, order the flowers and all of that. You're also doing a lot of internal work to get people to buy into the idea that it's okay not to fit the molds. Uh-huh. You know, there's a lot of he- folks here who are doing great things, but it's also things that we've seen before. Have you always worked for smaller startups, like companies? Because what you're talking about sounds big and it is big and it's bold. But just tell us a little bit more about your background in marketing and have you always been in HR tech? in marketing? So not at all. Actually, Plum is one of the smallest companies I've ever worked for. I grew up, as I like to say, in media. So I worked on marketing for really big companies like Condé Nast and Rodale and Bloomberg and actually transitioned to HR tech because of iSIM's amazing recruitment marketing campaign. Oh, wow. Yes. So iSIM's actually had ads on every major transportation into and out of New York City, inviting people to work closer to home. I saw that little red bird Ike everywhere I went and said, why am I wasting three hours a day on this boat, on this ferry, on the parkway? Yes. Brilliant. Brilliant. So now uh, I've been at a few HR tech companies. I've had a consulting company of my own, The Silver Thread, helping much smaller companies. But I think what's really interesting about the smaller guys is a lot of times you walk into a situation where the C-suite who are ultimately 
product focused. Um, They've spent so much time developing the technology and the product, and they feel so great about it, but they really haven't figured out how to talk to the market about it. And that's what I think is really interesting when you bring a marketing person sort of to the table of these newer companies. So let's talk a little bit about that, because a lot of companies, there's obviously a lot of startups here. We're going to see a lot more startups at HR Tech. And what I'm curious is, should marketing be one of the first things they hire? So maybe take a step back. I have a company, I'm starting to make revenue. How should I approach marketing? Should I hire? Should I outsource it? How do I build basically that infrastructure to be successful? I think that there's like the infrastructure of a marketing department, but there's also this preliminary step where it's the infrastructure of your messaging, who you are, what your mission is, what your audience is and what they want to hear about and how they like to hear about that information. So from my experience, I think if you're smaller, a consultancy might be the best way to get your foot in the door, to get you on the road with a solid pitch deck, with something solid you can say to the media, with something solid you can say to investors, because you want that same message, but perfected for each individual audience to ensure that you have legs to stand on while you're building and finding out what your talent pipeline might look like for marketing. Such good advice. I think so many tech founders try and do everything themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And they don't realize that they're coming off to the market as you're just missing the point. I know you've got great features. I know the benefits of your product. They're maybe too close to it. And, And I do believe that successful tech firms do bring in marketing. And that is one of the first things that they need to bring in. And yes, product's important. Yes, you've got to have a technology roadmap. But if nobody's buying it, you will vaporize very quickly. You'll either vaporize very quickly or people just won't know about how amazing you are. I want to share something with you. Please. That Caitlin said to me. Okay. At the lovely event that you hosted on the night before the rec class kicked off. And she said to me that as a tech founder, now keep in mind, I know she's been at this 10 years. Yes. As a tech founder, she said this is the first time that she was not in the weeds with every single detail. She trusted her teams, specifically you, to pull off this whole thing and she could relax and focus on why she's here. As a CEO, she could focus on having those meaningful conversations with the right people because the right people were invited to the room. She was just so complimentary of what you and your team did and made her life easier. And as an entrepreneur, I'll tell you that is the moment. So what a great job you have done for her. Thank and for you. Her team. Thank you. What's amazing to me is Plum overall is an incredible technology, right? Ultimately, how they use psychometric data to understand the humans behind the work is second to none. And what's crazy is the 10 years that they were at it, they spent building the product from the ground up. They have zero tech debt. And what's changed in the last two years only is how we go to market. 
that has been the major shift. We heard yesterday someone asking one of our analysts' friends, what's with Plum? How come all of a sudden they're on this crazy trajectory? And the reason really, in my opinion, is that We're talking about ourselves in really bold ways. We're having conversations that people aren't ready to have. We took a really big risk yesterday hosting Swipe Right, HR's ultimate matchmaking game. It was all in good fun, but there was some consideration for how's this going to land? Are people going to get it? Are they going to find the humor in it? Are they going to enjoy it? And ultimately they did, but there's this trust again from Caitlin and this willingness to let marketing take the range and run. And that really allows you to be bold. So I guess the advice here for HR tech professionals or HR tech uh, companies is be bold. Be bold and trust that the marketing folks know what they're doing when they tell you we're not going to talk about your features and benefits. Because really, it's about getting that first engagement so that next week someone wants to pick up your phone call because you gave them an amazing braid because you thought they were so funny in the 10. So now I want to take that. I want to take the bold and I want to translate it to practitioners. When we look at how practitioners look at building out an employment brand, doing their recruitment marketing, the last thing we do is being bold. Being bold is very rare. How important do you think it is for companies trying to attract talent to be bold? Is it the same approach or is it different than B2B? Well, honestly, I think one of the most important things you can be is authentic. So I don't think that you can be one person B2B and another person B2C, right? You have to be whoever you are as a brand In all instances, I always tell people when you're developing your messaging, your same message needs to be communicated to every audience that you're engaging with, but differently. So you're not going to talk to candidates the way you would talk to investors, to the media. But ultimately, you need to be the same company because that gives people a sense of psychological safety, right? Because they know what to expect. I had been uh, a consultant for Plum for quite a long time. and. Plum had been asking me to come on full time and I was running my own consultancy and feeling like, you know, I really want to see where this goes. I'm engaging with a lot of really cool startups and doing a lot of interesting work. And they brought me to Flourish Fest, which was their employee event out in Ontario. And it was a summer camp experience for employees. There was no work. No work. I've never been to an offsite like this in my entire career. They took us to summer camp to thank us for all of the incredible hard work. There was everything from a magician to canvas tote bag painting and uh, flip cup competitions and the like just to get people to want to know one another. And that in itself, I think, was bold. But that's an employer branding effort because every single person who left that event went on to take a survey that showed incredible employee engagement, a sense of happiness, people feeling like they were thriving. And ultimately, when Caitlin called two days later and said, are you in? I said, yeah, because it was authentic to who they are as a brand. So if I was going to give any recommendation, it's authenticity. And if you're okay being bold, then you should be bold. But you can't pretend to be something you're not. 
such good advice. And I, I love that story. Michelle, HR tech companies like any other company are going to need to hire someone. So what's your advice for new companies that are starting off when they're starting to hire? How should they approach their employment brand? What's the first thing they should do? I think before they put the job descriptions together, they need to agree on the mission for their employees overall. I think the mission needs to come through in every touch point of any employer branding effort. So whether that's, you know, an email, the job descriptions, whatever, you need to communicate to people why. The why is the most important thing in marketing and why would they want to come to you right now with the labor shortage and the skills gap? People have the real opportunity to go wherever. And so if you're not presenting them with something compelling and compelling does not necessarily mean money, but something compelling where they're going to be able to use their innate skill set, I think there's a propensity for them to say no. You have to come up with a why, and that has to be upfront and throughout every touch point. Excellent point. So I think we've got something super exciting. I think it's a first for us here at the Recruitment Flex. So could you share with our audience what is going to be coming up here in October with the Recruitment Flex and Plum? Yes, I'm really, really excited to share that the Recruitment Flex will be live podcasting from the Plum booth at HR Tech uh, this fall. We couldn't be happier to have Serge and Shelly with us. Not only are they going to be live podcasting, but they're also uh, giving us the opportunity to invite five different guests from our lineup of Plum friends to come and speak on the pod. So Jason's going to be pissed at you because he's been trying to say eight, but we'll go with five or eight. (laughs) So for anyone listening to this, and if you're a Plum client or not a Plum client or want to be a Plum client or just like Plum, approach us or approach Plum, get interviewed at the Plum boot. It's going to be quite the setup. We even got t-shirts, but I think the most exciting thing for us is, so we're Canadian Plum is a Canadian-based company, but is also, I would say, one of the fastest growing companies in this space, or at least one that is getting the most buzz and hype and growing. So we're extremely excited. I think what I'm most excited about is talking to some of your customers, some people that are currently using your solution (laughs) and what was the problem and what has Plum solved for them? Because we've got all kinds of curiosity. I will say, my ear to the ground here at Wreckfest tells me that Plum has stole the show. I love that. There you are, the talk of the show. And it is that grassroots that you talk about creating the Barbie experience. <laughs> that was a great analogy. Las Vegas, October, HR Tech. I love hearing the stories. So we're super excited to bring that to Plum and to our listening audience as well, because practitioners want to know. What happened? Excited to have you partnering with us at the event. We think it's going to be fantastic. We love your energy. We love the recruitment flex. So it should be a fantastic experience all around. It will. So we are at the last day of RecFest. What's the last thing you want to do? We've got an afternoon left now. Yeah, no, it's funny. Last night we were out to dinner and I sort of said, which to your point, I kind of wish it was over today. 
because yesterday was such a shining jewel in my yeah. marketing crown that I felt like, what could be better? So today, really, my focus, honestly, less on the marketing of Plum and more on the learning. I saw a fantastic mm. session with Torin Ellis this morning, and Amazing, I've got some right? other ones lined up. He was breathtaking. You were at Celinda's as well, yes, right? I the was, VP yes. of Employment Brand at Visa. Amazing presentation as well. Yes. So thank you so much for joining us. We've known you for a while now. You're amazing. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you and au revoir. Shelly, let's face it. Texting candidates is the easiest way to hire quicker today. But your cell phone doesn't connect to your ATS. You're sharing your personal number with strangers. That's pretty scary, right, Shelly? And mm. it's not even legally compliant. Mm, this is where our friends at Rectex come in. They've created simple yet powerful text recruiting software that works with your ATS. Plus, it's designed by recruiters for recruiters. So you know it works. To learn more and book a demo, visit www.rec. TXT.com. Mention the recruitment flex and get 10% off annual plans. Imagine how fast we could solve the world's biggest problems if more SaaS startups would gain traction sooner. Welcome to the Tech Entrepreneur on a Mission podcast. This podcast is dedicated to sharing experiences from B2B SaaS CEOs who are going above and beyond to deliver change that is noticed. You will hear their secrets and learn what is required to build a SaaS business that the world starts talking about and keeps talking about, and how to overcome the roadblocks to do so.